Story spine is going to help you understand your characters, the wants, the needs, the motivation, what's happening in the regular world, what the inciting incident is, then what happens after the inciting incident, what uh, journey your character is going to go on, and whether or not they ultimately achieve their goal, are defeated by their goal, or they transcend that goal, right? After that, the question is this, how do screenwriters like us connect to the people the resources and information that allow us to tell our stories, make powerful movies, and leave the legacy that our community deserves. These are the burning questions that I'm going to explore week after week, and I want to welcome you to the Script Your Success podcast. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Script Your Success podcast. Today, we are talking about the three C's of a successful screenplay, and these things matter no matter the length of your project, the genre, or the type. So I'm talking whether you're doing a feature film, a short film, or a pilot, you need these three things in order to have a wonderful and amazing screenplay. And the first thing of those three is that you need to be clear about your story. The second thing, you want to make sure that you are writing a compelling story. And lastly, you want to make sure your story is creatively entertaining. The first C, clear. You want to make sure that you have each of these six things. Number one, a very clear understanding of the concept of your story. That is critical to making sure that everything you do as, as you write your screenplay is also very clear, right? The second thing you want to be really sure about is the characters. Not every character right away, but you want to at least start with your protagonist and your antagonist, understanding who they are, what they want, what obstacles are going to be presented, be presented the source of those obstacles, the motivations that your characters have, and what they are willing to do to get to that end goal, or if they're the antagonist, how they intend to stop the protagonist from being great. Okay. That's the second thing. The third thing you want to be really sure about is the scenes that you need to bring that story out of your mind and onto the page without losing any of those vivid scenes that you can visualize coming to life on the silver screen. Right. And then number four, you want to make sure you have your story spine. Now your story spine is going to help you understand your characters, the wants, the needs, the motivation, what's happening in the regular world, what the inciting incident is, then what happens after the inciting incident, what uh, journey your character is going to go on and whether or not they ultimately achieve their goal, are defeated by their goal, or they transcend that goal, right? After that, you want to understand your story structure. Are you using the three-act structure, the four-act structure, or maybe the five, or even something more complicated than that? And your structure is literally going to help you put your story into writable chunks so that you can break it down and make it as beautiful as you see it going on in your mind right? The three, four, or five act structure. There's even a seven act structure, but either way it goes, you want to choose the structure that works best for your story. And here are some deciding factors. If you are writing a, a pilot, a series or a pilot episode for the concept that you are creating, what you want to do is look at what the comparable projects are in your particular genre. If they use the three-act structure with taglines at the end or with tags at the end, then that's absolutely what you want to do. 
if the series that you are modeling after use the four act structure with a cold open or a teaser, you want to follow that model. And the same goes for a five act. If that's what is done for the type of series that you're creating within the genre that you wish to write in. Now, this is so important because as a brand new writer who hasn't broken into the industry, if you intend to break into the industry, then one of the things that you want to do is help people know that you can demonstrate your mastery of the craft of screenwriting. And here's why that's important. If you have a script and people look at that script and they enjoy it, it may not ever. Hey, you liking this podcast? Well, you can support us by liking, sharing, and giving us reviews on all major podcast platforms. Look for us at scriptyoursuccesspodcast.com and be sure to tell a friend. Be produced. But what they are looking at beyond the script is the screenwriter, and that's you. So if you can show those who are already in the industry, that you have mastery of the craft of screenwriting when it comes down to the particular type of project that you are writing, you could be hired in a writer's room. You could be hired to um, write another screenplay for someone else. But what you're ultimately doing is using that script as a calling card to let them know that you understand the rules of the road as it relates to television series writing. Now, if you're writing a feature film, the three-act structure is more than enough, but sometimes writers feel like the three-act structure can get a little bit complicated in the second act. And so they break those three acts into four acts by splitting act two into act two A and two B. Now that doesn't change the overall setup of your three act structure. What it simply does is make act two a little bit easier to choose so you can get it all down on paper and you can get your screenplay done without getting stuck or finding that your pace is starting to lag a little bit, okay? Now, the last thing that I want you to understand out of these six things is what's going to drive your story forward. Now, there are three types of drivers There are more, but the three most common are one, character-driven stories. We see that in stories like Lord of the Rings. We see that in a lot of television series. For example, This Is Us, which is a very popular television show on NBC, character-driven. Then we see stories that are plot-driven and many of our procedural series, for example, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, um, those are procedural and they are also plot-driven, meaning that the sequence of events is what is going to move the story forward as opposed to it being more about the the characters and how they develop as the um, episodes play out. And the last one I want to mention is situational. And you might be wondering what that is, but it's very simple. Situational comedy, meaning the situations that we see our characters in is what creates the dramatic impact in the story. So sitcoms are one of the most common types of situational drivers in television series, plot driven, character driven and situational driven stories. Choose the one that best fits the story you are trying to tell. Action stories are plot driven. And many times we see a lot of chases, a lot of plot twists, a lot of movement, and we care less about the journey that the character goes on, right? Then we have character driven stories. I'm giving you another example here. A character driven movie that we can look at is 
Gladiator is a great character-driven story. We were watching his hero's journey and we watched until the very end to see if he would meet his goal, be um, defeated by his his goal, or whether he would transcend his goal, right? A lot of Disney movies and Pixar movies, such as Toy Story, are character-driven stories where we really get to see these characters transform and we fall in love with the journey that they go on and we, we begin to care very deeply about them and whether or not they achieve their goal. So again, the first C in writing an amazing story is to be clear. And that means you want to be clear about your story, your characters, the concept, the scenes that you need, your story spine, your story structure, whether that's three, four, or five acts. And lastly, you want to know if you are writing a character-driven story, a plot-driven story, a situational-driven story, or something else. But those are the three most popular, so most likely you are following one of those. The second C that I want to talk about is compelling. In order for you to have a great screenplay, your story must be compelling. Now, here's the thing with with something that's compelling. That's a little bit of a subjective term because we have the stories that we want to write, but then we also have to ask ourselves, why would other people want to see this, right? Because there's a balance between what you want to write and what could be sold or viewed and loved and, and lauded by millions, right? And when in the in the film industry, obviously we are talking about art that needs to make money. So this is a very important question that you need to answer for yourself. What is it that you're going to write? And why would anybody besides you and maybe your immediate family and your circle of friends, why would they be interested in watching it? Why would people want to come out of the house and go to the theaters? or stream it on one of the hundred networks that we've got, right? Or the streaming platforms, right? You've got to understand the answer to that question because that's what's going to help you make sure that your story isn't passed on when it's time for pitching. Then the caveat with this, though, I want to be really clear. If you are not attempting to sell your script or have anybody else fund the production for your story, you don't have to give as much um emphasis, if you will, to making sure that it's something that millions of people want to watch. Now, there are many a successful filmmaker who have small projects that have national distribution that have done very well without making sure that millions and millions of people wanted to see their films. There are niche level films that have a very small market and they corner that market. And by creating films that that appease or um, appeal to a very small market, you can begin to grow an audience. And I'll use Tyler Perry as an example. He has a very specific type of storytelling and a very specific style of stories that he likes to bring to the market. He started very small with screenplays, went on tour, built his audience little by little. And I think, you know, the rest of the story, he's now a billionaire. So, like I said, you don't necessarily have to have millions of people on board right away. You don't necessarily need to have Hollywood say yes to you at all, but you do want to make sure that you're writing a story that's compelling enough that someone besides you and your immediate family would take interest in it. Because after all, 
if you're doing this as a career move, you definitely want to make sure that you're doing something and by writing stories that touch people, that entertain, that enlighten, because that's what really storytelling is all about, right? Now, let's talk about the third C. Creativity is the third C. You were already born creative. So as long as you use these elements that I'm going to talk about next, you will handle this requirement like a beast. And those elements, and those elements, first and foremost, is your unique voice. The one that God created for you, if you're not a religious person, the one that you were born with at a minimum. And it's the way that you see the world, not only just the world that you live in, but the world that you create for your characters to live in as well. This is a unique part of you that nobody else in the world can bring to any story. Even if they stole your story idea, they can't execute it the same way you would because your essence is what you bring to the page. So if you remember that and bring your essence to every single story you write, you will begin to develop a portfolio where your voice is clear and strong and people will begin will begin to look for your stories because they are just that interesting. They are just that creative. They are just that compelling, which we already talked about, right? The second thing I want you to make sure you have in the way of creatively entertaining is emotion. You want to write to evoke motion from your readers and then from your audience. And the way that you do that is you write emotions into your characters. Let our, let your characters go through something Give them struggles that they need to overcome. Give them struggles that land them in defeat, right? Because we don't want to see people get something so easily that we're not convinced that it's possible. Remember, stories are meant to give us hope for something better than the situations that we live in. And and we do that by watching our characters go through things, achieve, endure setbacks, right? Love, loss revenge. We see them go through these emotional journeys and that's how we connect to them. And even in a plot-driven story or a situational story, we still know that our characters want something. So I like to say the way you create characters that people care about is give your character a goal that they cannot turn away from. So it's like setting their feet on fire and then watching them stomp or tap dance to to, um, put that fire out. That's how you create action and you evoke emotion in your characters. And that emotion transfers from the screen to your readers or to your um, audience if it's being produced, right? And then the next thing I want you to think about in terms of being creating something that's entertaining and creative, right, is determine what it is that you're trying to say with this story that you're writing. What's your editorial? Are you dealing with family bonds? Are you dealing with love, unrequited love? Are you dealing with the themes of revenge? Are you dealing with um, societal norms? Are you dealing with social injustice? What is it that you are writing about? And then what is the unique perspective that you have around that topic? And what is it that you want to say specifically as it relates to this screenplay that you're working on? So not all screenplays, but one at a time, you want to answer these questions for yourself. Okay. And the next thing I want to tell you about is don't be afraid to color outside the lines, go out of bounds intentionally, but with purpose, right? Right. 
You want to stretch your imagination. This is how you become the most bold and creative version of yourself by identifying where you are and then seeing how you can kind of step over the line just a little bit, how you can twist rules on their ear once you understand what those rules are and how they work. Quentin Tarantino is a writer who has done this extremely well. And the the simple way that he did it is by telling stories outside of chronological order. And the first time we saw one of his movies done this way, the whole world took notice to the point that that became his calling card. And that doesn't need to be your calling card, but think about ways that you can stretch the limits of storytelling to create your own unique perspective on how stories go from what's swirling in your mind to a concept that people just can't get enough of, okay? The other thing that I want to talk about when it comes down to writing compelling and and creative stories that are also concise is that you want to play with people's biases and prejudices and assumptions. When you know how the human mind works, we can set up stories that give people um, an idea that a certain action is going to be taken based on what we've already seen. And once we set them up to believe that one thing is going to happen, boom, now you've got the perfect recipe for a plot twist. We love to be surprised. As a matter of fact, audiences hate predictable stories. The way that you create stories that are unpredictable, though, is you play with our emotions. You play with the biases that we have. When we see people in a certain environment, we expect a certain set of things to happen. And that's just based on human nature. That's our experiences. But what you have an opportunity to do as the writer is identify what would my audience assume is going to happen in this story, given everything that I've told them, right? And based on what I think they're going to believe to happen, What could I do to turn that assumption on its ear and completely blow it out of the water? Whatever that is, I want you to give yourself the permission to stretch into that territory, to test those waters, see how it works out. If it doesn't work, don't worry about it. You can always change it. But if you step out there into the unknown, you just might land something that is amazing and you even surprise yourself. And that's what we're really going for. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is when you go out of bounds, make yourself angry. Write a scene where you really feel the emotion, right? If it's a fight scene, if it's a scene where someone is hurt, you want to feel just as hurt as your characters might feel in the story. Because if that scene can give you a rise of emotions and you knew it was coming, Imagine what's going to happen to us when we read it as the producers or as the pitch um, judges or as the potential funders, right? And then imagine what happens when you take it even further into production, when you bring A-list talent to the board and you got a set and a crew of professionals that are helping you make that story, everything that you saw in your mind and more. This is what you have the power to do as a writer, because as a writer, You're not just telling a story when you're a screenwriter. You are also creating a production blueprint that tells the other people in your crew and your talent exactly how to bring the story to life so that it is either as vivid or even more vivid than the concept that you started out with. And that's the whole goal, because to me, 
stories, we're storytellers. We are meant to capture history. We are meant to direct the world. We are meant to entertain people and enlighten people and challenge people's thought patterns so that through story and entertainment, we can make our communities and the world a better place to live in. So I want to encourage you, be fearless. Don't worry about your first draft being good enough or having it be perfect. I want you to just focus on getting it written and then we can always make it better. So to reiterate, there are three C's of writing a good screenplay. You want to be clear about your concept, your characters, and where you're going with your story. You want to write a compelling story that's not only interesting to you, but something that could potentially be interesting to the rest of the world at large. And lastly, you want to be creatively entertaining. That's how you create compelling stories that people want to see again and again. I hope that was very helpful for you. And I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the Script Your Success podcast.